Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Solutions Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to learn how to socialize their business. And now, your host, Eilina Callip. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again for another social media podcast here with me. And today's guest is Lauren Daniels. And one of the things that we're really going to hone in on on this episode is video content and really how to take video content and use it in your social media. So I know what you guys are facing because I myself have struggled through creating video content and Lauren knows this. We have had this conversation for years about how I need to use video content in my strategy for my business. And for so long, I it wasn't necessarily that I was ignoring him, but I was just so incredibly intimidated by getting in front of the camera and just, you know, it's that sense of vulnerability when you're in front of that camera. So believe me, I completely understand where you guys are coming from. Um, and it's only been recently, and Lauren's helped me with this project that I have been able to get in front of the camera and record myself and just be okay with making those mistakes when you're filming video. So I completely understand. Now, Lauren's here today to really talk to you guys about different tools that you can use when you're just starting to get started in video content. And um, it doesn't require a whole lot of money. And that's the one thing that I absolutely love about Lauren is that he is able to take um, video content, really, really great video content, but still be able to work within a reasonable budget. And so because of the way that social media is coming you know, to businesses and to marketers saying that video is, is really where they're headed, it's so important as a business owner to really take a look at what you're going to be doing with video content. And the awesome thing is that you have your phone to really, truly help you with video content because it just really doesn't get any easier than that, right? And so we're really going to talk about different tools and, and you know, things that you can purchase inexpensively to help you with your video content strategy and things that he's used and he'll recommend a bunch of different tools that you can use, things that he's used in the past and really, really help you put together a video content, you know, video content for your social media through these tools. And he has awesome ideas and awesome recommendations to really get you guys going. So I just want to thank Lauren once again for being on the show and for helping us all out with video content because we know that video content is not easy. So with that, here's our episode with Lauren. Thank you so much, Lauren, for joining me here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I want to talk to you. Um, I know that you've had a lot of experience doing videos and you've definitely learned along the way um, how to improve your skills. So I really would like to touch on first um, the different platforms. So maybe specifically talking about Facebook videos Mm -hmm. and why is Facebook videos so important right now? Um, it's 
main the main reason why I feel like it's important is because first of all, video is just really it's kind of the best way to capture people's attention. Like somebody scrolling through their feed is more likely to stop and look at a video as opposed to like a still image or even just like text or whatever like that. Um, even like animated GIFs, which are, which are just like, or, or GIFs, however you actually, whatever the proper pronunciation is, um, even those are, those are kind of like, those are basically like videos, essentially. It's just like a different format and everything like that. But, you know, a lot of the time it's like two, even three seconds. And like one of those things can say a lot. So just having like a video as part of like your Facebook, like marketing strategy, just that can just help you so much more. Awesome. And um, what would you say are the benefits to video on Facebook? Because I in particularly know um, one of the biggest takeaways for me for Facebook video are the analytics. So what I've noticed putting up all types of different content on social media is that video actually attracts the most engagement as far as views and likes and just impressions overall. Um, but what else do you think is a huge benefit for just doing videos on Facebook? Um, honestly, it's just, just a good way to connect with your audience, really. Because a, a big, big part of just kind of the whole marketing and eventually sales process is people like to buy from people they know and trust. So if Absolutely. you can get in front of your audience and get people to get to know you and more importantly, get them to trust you, if you know, see your face, hear your voice, all that kind of stuff, then, you know, then that's going to make your eventual, you know, closing the deal or closing, you know, making a transaction at that, that, that given point. It's going to make that a lot, a lot easier. Right. Because now they've recognized you right. through your videos. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks. Um, so I really want to talk about, you know, the main focus about this podcast particularly is mm-hmm. about tools that people can use because, um, I feel as though a marketer and a business owner who's marketing my own business, um, cost-effective tools are my best friend. And when it comes to video, I think it's an overwhelming feeling on how to create these videos because it may seem or just appear, maybe there's a stigma behind it that it's expensive Mm -hmm. to do it. And I'm sure tons of people probably feel the same way. And that's really why I admire what you do, because I know that you are very cost effective and efficient about the way that you do a lot of your videos. So I'd really like to touch on those specific tools. So first, um, cameras. Mm -hmm. What do you think are the best cost effective cameras? Not, Not talking about cell phones at all, but just cameras if somebody wanted to invest in a camera to do specific videos what are your recommendations um honestly any any camera you can get your hands on to be honest with you because if it can shoot video then you can make a you can make a video um you know i'll to be honest with you a lot of uh a lot of like digital cameras more more specifically like dslrs if you're looking something that's a little bit more professional they have pretty affordable uh DSLRs. I, I use Canon DSLRs primarily. I have one. It's a 7, 7D. It's not the newest, latest, and greatest, but it shoots 720p video, which it's not like the highest resolution, but it's still, you know, it's better than nothing. So. Oh, absolutely. There's stuff like that. And um, 
honestly there's a, there's another I just have another little just kind of like like a Samsung just kind of little just one of those little digi cams you like see on display in like Walmart or Best Buy or something it's like oh it's like 50 bucks cool grab it you know oh, nice. it was one of those things actually honestly I, I I ended up buying that for my fiance and then she just ended up not using it so I'm just like well fine I'll use it then <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay so what if somebody couldn't afford a camera mm-hmm. um, how can they film great videos like what would you say are some of the greatest tips that you could offer for someone to record a good video using their cell phone um, honestly most modern cell phones have pretty darn good video cameras like I know like the iPhones and like you know the Samsung galaxies those are just, like some of the top of the line they have really high like pixel counts and all that kind of stuff so I would just you know honestly and they they also just have stuff like image stabilization so even if you have shaky hands it'll like stabilize the image for you um, they also have multiple microphones the reason for that is for sound cancellation so um, one thing is because my, my phone I use the LG G4 and that was one of the uh, interesting things about it is uh, I noticed that like whenever I was recording something when I was talking into it it would like focus in on my voice and kind of like silence out everything else which is really cool so honestly a smartphone kind of takes a lot of the work out of kind of composing the shot you still have to kind of like line up your shots and stuff like that but um, a smartphone honestly is going to be one of your best tools I personally would recommend an Android device only because you can insert like an SD card and expand the memory so you can shoot even more video and pictures. I have a 128 gig in mine and I still haven't filled it up yet. Nice, that's really cool. Are there any tools that somebody could use um, for their phone to produce a video? Like obviously if I didn't want to hold the camera, what are things that they, are there other tools that they could use? Yeah. So they don't have to hold it? They actually, there's, they make adapters for tripods that are specifically for uh, cell phones. So it's something, most people already have a tripod anyway, so they have like a home video camera or something like that. So that's pretty easy to attach. Also, honestly, I've kind of gotten into this recently, like pretty hard as a selfie stick. Mm, you can't really yes. go wrong with a selfie stick. A selfie stick will just help you stabilize your footage so, so well. And um, another cool thing about uh, selfie sticks is a they're great for crowd shots like if you want to get like a shot of like a crowd from like a really like dynamic sort of angle um selfie sticks are great for that um also just for you know taking photos and stuff uh vlogging um and you know aside from smartphones there's also just devices that also have you know cameras built into them like you know laptops or or, um, desktop computers and whatnot so really webcams can be pretty um useful too obviously not they can only be so useful because a webcam, it's not as portable as a smartphone. So honestly, if you are absolutely strapped budget-wise, I would say either like hit up Best Buy or hit up Amazon. Try to find just like the highest resolution digital camera you can for like the lowest cost you can, like whatever can fit your budget. Or if you already have a smartphone, just use that. Awesome. Okay, great. I, You know, you mentioned the tripod and I've... I don't know why I've never thought thought of this. I actually bought a selfie stick that you could remove the stick part from it mm. and attach it to a tripod tripod, which it all kind of came together. So that oh, was nice. that was really cool. I also got that on Amazon. So gotta love Amazon. Amazon is pretty fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, so my other 
other thing that I'm really curious about are mics. And we've had this mm-hmm. conversation before. Um, I myself am also looking to invest in a mic to, you know, record these podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but what, which mics would you recommend yourself? I mean, cost-effective wise, as well as quality wise, there's so many out there to choose from and it can be so overwhelming. Which ones do you think are the best? Um, just from personal experience, I have actually the mic that I've been using for the last, uh, two years for all my YouTube and podcasting stuff. It's actually the blue snowball. So you can generally find them for around 40 to maybe 50, 60 bucks on Amazon, depending on the time of year. Usually Black Friday is the, the best time to get one. That's when I picked mine up. And um, it's, it's a really cool mic and um, it's just really easy. It's just plug and play. And then there's like a little switch on the back which you can have different varied volume levels. But then a step up from that would be the Blue Yeti. So um, that was actually, I believe that's what I recommended for you for, for all your stuff. So um, that's another really good mic. I haven't really had too much personal experience with it, but a lot of... Um, people I kind of people who run in the same circles as I do on YouTube and stuff a lot of them recommend the blue the blue Yeti and um, other than that really again if you're strapped for strapped for cash you know smartphone generally works you know like a like a voice recording type of app and again they have like multiple mics so with the noise canceling and stuff so they a lot of the time they generally pick up voices and stuff pretty good so I actually did see, um, I saw another person that records podcasts, they have a mic for their iPhone mm-hmm. or for their cell phone. Oh, yeah. And do you think that those are worth investing in um, in comparison to the mic that's already on the cell phone? Like, what's the major difference? An external mic is always going to be better than a built-in microphone. So if you have like a a webcam or something like that you generally want to have like an external microphone because I mean basically I I want to use the the webcam or the camera to capture the video and you know maybe some sound because you can always because you're gonna end up you know mixing in your audio anyways at some point but um, I'd rather uh, yeah I'd rather have uh, something like that as opposed to not awesome yeah and I actually saw the mic for the iPhone I specifically have an iPhone um, and it was like $20, I think. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you know, plug it into the jack. And it, it's, I mean, I want to get one just simply because it's so cheap yeah. just to test it, right? A lot of those generally work pretty well too. I would just always, always just always check the reviews on Amazon. Yeah. Just first of all, see if which one has the most reviews. And also you want to make sure that they have the most like high rated ones. You don't want to see something that's just kind of like shaky because then... It's kind of like 50-50 at that point. <laughs> right. Okay, so now I want to talk about different apps that you use to edit because editing is probably the most um, just I don't want to do it. It's like that mm-hmm. one thing, like it's just like a whole new skill that I feel like I'm going to have to learn mm-hmm. and I'm not too sure if I want to or maybe it's too hard. So are there apps online or apps on your phone that you could recommend for people just trying to edit video? Um, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're, that Apple makes a really good one because I remember when I first started editing video like on computers and stuff, I use iMovie. And I'm pretty sure they have an, a version of that for the iPhone. And it's, you know, Apple's all about making stuff simple. And to be honest with you, um, 
if you shoot your video the right way, then you can minimize the editing you'll have to do in the first place. So, but in, but in the event that you can't, um, I recommend just, honestly, there's just so many different apps out there that can just, because back in the day when apps were first a thing, there was really mo maybe like a handful of like video editing apps that you can get on your smartphone. But honestly, I would just say just get into your Google Play Store or your Apple, uh, Apple uh, App Store and just check the reviews, see which ones were are the most reputable and yeah, and also just kind of it's also just kind of which one works the best for you. It's, right. Some people prefer something a little more simplistic, other people prefer something a little more complicated where they can just kind of get in and just kind of be more customized about how they edit their stuff. So So what do you specifically use to edit your videos? For me, I use Adobe Premiere. And that's actually, I use Adobe Premiere because I use that for work actually. And it's, I'm already familiar with it. So, and it's also subscription based. I can just, you know, just pay the monthly subscription thing. But um, there's also, there's other programs out there. There's uh, Windows Movie Maker. Again, there's iMovie. Um, those are super simple. It's just like you, I mean, video editing is really kind of a simple thing in, in itself. It's a simple concept, but like it can get really complicated, really hard to master. It's really just, taking video, taking out all the bad stuff and sticking all the good stuff together and making it look good, making it just kind of like flow coherently. So, I mean, um, just given that, uh, again, there's varying levels of software that have varying levels of customization. Adobe Premiere is one of the ones that's a little more complicated to learn. Honestly, it's been, I've been playing around with it for two years and I still haven't, I may, don't even know like half of what it, whatever there is to know. I think that's pretty general with any Adobe software. Right, yeah. <laughs> steep learning curve. It's just kind of like you get to a certain point, and it's just like, okay, you can either like go really hard and just like learn like the crazy stuff, or you can just like stay like real basic and just be yeah. content with that. So. Yes, absolutely. So are there any tips that, I mean, let's just say, for example, that, um, you know, we were to invest in Adobe Premiere. Mm -hmm. um, what tips could you offer um to really learn that software on a more simple and basic level to just get somebody by um, with their videos. Um, with any, this kind of goes with any sort of editing software. You want, first of all, you want to you want to figure out how to you want to figure out how to access your tool that allows you to cut footage, and then you also want to figure out what allows you to move footage. Mm -hmm. So in Adobe Premiere, that's it's a really simple. It's just like a a key command it's just you hit c for the cutting tool and then you hit v for like the moving tool so that's pretty much like 90 percent of what you're going to be doing the whole time anyway so i would say first of all figure that out and then if there's anything like really specific that you want to learn how to do like oh i want to basically like if you have like a green screen you want to be able to like green screen stuff out and put different backgrounds in you need to obviously know you need to learn how to light your green screen you need to know how to light your set and first second most importantly you need to know how to actually edit it and to where it looks convincing and to where it doesn't look like cheap and cheesy and whatnot so um for me what i did was honestly most of the most of my uh, learnings were took place on youtube itself so it's just you get on youtube and you just kind of like punch something in specific it's like oh how do you make it doesn't even necessarily have to be like the actual like terminology you can just kind of like guess like what it is <laughs> like how do i do like fancy fading editing trick thing whatever and then most of the time somebody's made a video on it and if not somebody's like done like a blog post on it 
or or even like a podcast. That's another thing. Listen to podcasts. Uh, there's lots of really good um, video editing podcasts out there. I just I just kind of um, listen to anything and everything. And yeah, I mean, just really just whatever you want to learn, just go out there and seek the knowledge, really. Absolutely. Yes, I um, I need to utilize YouTube more. I think I don't go in to get YouTube videos to learn specifically. I have in the past just like a few simple things, mm-hmm. um, but I do know how absolutely powerful it is. And you'd be amazed at the videos that are on there. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was a green screen and mm-hmm. um, where do you where do you get like the content to put something behind that screen? Oh, um, or, lots sorry, of places. in front of the screen. Um, <laughs> lots of places. There's um, like it's as far as like a background that you want to like. Replace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, there is. Let's see. There's one service that I use. It's called Video Blocks. What they uh, they provide. Uh, what's the? I know what it is, but I'm having stock footage. They provide stock footage. So you can always use stock footage. You can use a still image. Um, you can really use, or even just like a flat color. Like you can even just like do that in, in um, a lot of uh, a lot of editing software. It's really just like a one click type of thing. It's just like you click and then it's just like, okay, this is the green, take that out and then replace it with color, whatever color you want really. So it's just a matter of, um, honestly, you can just like do a Google search to find a high resolution image and if it makes sense for your background, but you know, you can really just kind of do anything for your background whether it makes sense or not, so. Are green screens expensive at all? No, actually, like, I don't even, like, the one that I use isn't an official, like, green screen. I just, I honestly went to a fabric store. <laughs> I found, like, the brightest, obnoxious green fabric I could, and I just bought a few yards of it, and I just used that. So, I mean, they do sell, like, uh, traditionally, it's, like, either, I believe it's, like, muslin that, they, uh, that they're made out of. And they come in different colors. They come in white green black blue you can usually get those on amazon for like 20 bucks or something like that but i just wanted something just then and there so it was right down the street so i just went and did that but a green screen really is just it's a it's a piece of fabric or something like that that's just like a really bright color that's not a color that's part of you know your, your subject obviously a color that they're not not that, that they're not wearing or something like that that you go in after the fact and you tell your software hey Find all of this color and remove it. And then it's kind of like a cookie cutter, sort of. It's the best way to describe it. So that's really all it is. It's just, you can really use anything. Okay, cool. So are there any other tools for setting up like your shot that is important? Like, is there, like, what else should somebody be focusing on? Lighting? How, how does somebody get that lighting perfected? Lighting is definitely um, key. You want to make sure, well, first of all, if you can have natural light, that's always usually the best because colors and stuff like that usually look the best in natural light. But honestly, if you have just like a desk lamp or something like that, pull off the shade. And it's just really just a matter of like positioning and stuff like that. You just you want to make sure that you don't have like really weird shadows like behind you, but obviously that kind of thing. So it's really just, just kind of you do test shots it's really what it is just kind of test it out see if it works for you and if it does move forward if not just make adjustments awesome are there any other tools that you recommend um any other tools that i recommend um google (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) everybody needs to use google if they're not (laughs) yeah and um there's there's lots of other uh 
as far as editing software or graphic software stuff like that there's lots and lots of free options out there that are just as good or in some cases better than what adobe has to offer because a lot of them are kind of open source mm -hmm. so what that means is that it's kind of like it's available to kind of the public more or less to kind of work on like change things like modify whatever this that or whatever so um yeah i would just say google and then also another thing is um i would also just maybe go to like one of your like a reputable site that somewhere that does like a top 10 list maybe just go down the list see what works for you you can try different things usually they have like free and paid services or free and paid like utilities and tools and stuff like that awesome well thank you so much for being with me here on this podcast i'm sure my audience is going to get so much value out of this video is incredibly important um, at the beginning of the year I actually uh, follow Mark Zuckerberg and mm -hmm. he said that the wave of Facebook is going to be specifically focused in on video mm -hmm. and that is huge for marketers huge for business owners because um, it's going to make you adjust your strategy Absolutely. and it's going to make somebody adjust the strategy to focus in on video so the sooner that somebody learns these skills on how to film video even just simple videos um, I just think are incredibly important and I just wanted to mention I I know I sent you this earlier um, Apple now released a video app um, called clips mm. where you can shoot a very simple video there's filters very similar to you know snapchat and instagram and it'll actually put in the words for you at the bottom because facebook had um plays the videos on mute right now for the most part until you click on the video it'll then play it so mm -hmm. a lot of people have added in the text so that for those people that are watching videos on mute the words are there now with clips you don't even have to transcribe the videos they actually will put the words in as you speak and so this these are huge red flags for marketers because that's telling you hello hello mm -hmm. you know focus yeah. on video. <laughs> yeah. if you haven't done it yet I'm making it really easy and so yeah. um, because and you've known this I mean we've known each other for years mm -hmm. and it's so just overwhelming to think about video and it's kind of vulnerable right we talked about this just you know you're putting yourself out there for everybody right. to see and kind of judge you and so I think getting over that mindset too is just huge it's it's I mean I've struggled with it um, I'm sure you have too and mm -hmm. just first getting started and so I know that there are people out there that are just intimidated by video and then you know they do the video and they're like oh my god I gotta edit this and what do I do right mm -hmm. so I just truly appreciate you being here and helping my audience um, and we're just want to speak to the audience real quick we are going to be doing a video series here specifically around video so the next time Lauren joins us we're gonna be talking about video content strategies specifically um, and how to help you guys in your business create creating video contents to help you that are going to actually convert your leads so that's what we'll be talking about next week and i appreciate you guys also being here and joining us and lauren um for anybody that wants to reach out to you for video content photography i know you have a huge skill set mm -hmm. um if anybody wanted to work with you or just reach out to you and had questions where can they go um honestly the best place is 
probably either probably Twitter. Twitter's probably going to be the best place. <laughs> I spend most of my time there, and it's just I, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's really easy to just like connect with people it's like you either tweet at them or just shoot them a direct message but um my twitter handle it's actually um nero the hero so the way it's spelled kind of funny because that name was already taken so it's it's <laughs> the twitter struggle yeah i know right <laughs> so it's spelled n3 r0 t h e h3 r0 awesome yeah. say one more time just for anybody that might have missed it n3 r0 t h e h3 R zero. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks for having me.